Howdy everyone, welcome to Desert Island Games. My name is Richard and in today's show we're not going to talk about any games this week. I want to talk about my time with the Steam Deck. I've had mine for about three months now. I think it's three months, August, September, October, November. Four months actually. So this is four months with the Steam Deck and I want to go into some detail about what I think about Valve's gaming, handheld, PC, console, whatever you want to call it. So grab yourself a coffee, whatever you drink, tea, water, juice, that lovely can of fizzy. Sit back, relax, join me around the fire of the island. We are going to talk Steam Deck. As I alluded to in my intro, I've been with the Steam Deck for about four months. I think it's probably four over four months now and I've got mine in my hand for reference and I know for people who listen to this show can't see what I'm doing which is probably sometimes a good thing because I sit here and scratch my ass from half the time and not really anyway um yeah and I just wanted to sit down and talk Steam Deck yes we are going to get on to the playthroughs of the backlog and stuff like that I'm still struggling to decide a game that I want to play or games that I think I want to spend some time playing but I thought this would be a really good time to sit and just chat about this handheld. So let's do a bit of background check. I um, play video games when I get a spare second. It seems as I've got older, my life is getting busier and actually the time I have dedicating to games is getting less. Um, but I have an Xbox Series S, which is a lovely little console, does the job. I have a Nintendo Switch, which Joy-Cons broke, so it's permanently docked um, until I can be bothered to buy some new Joy-Cons for the system. I have a gaming PC that has a Ryzen 5600X, a, uh, an AMD uh, 6800 XT graphics card, 32GB it's not a slouch by any means, and I have the Steam Deck. I have some retro consoles as well, and I love my retro gaming as much as the next person. That may be something that we do on the island. Um, the Steam Deck, I pre-ordered mine back in August of uh, 2021, and it really did appeal to me. At the time, I pre-ordered um, the OLED Switch, because mine's an OG Switch, and I also was like, no, I don't don't need the Steam Deck. I don't want the Steam Deck. Don't see the point of the Steam Deck. And then I saw the point of the Steam Deck. And um I was like, actually I'm gonna bin the Switch pre-order. I've got myself a Switch. I don't need a Switch, but I could do with a Steam Deck. Uh, is pretty much what I got. I've had some of Valve's hardware previously. I've had a Steam controller which is one of the weirdest controllers I've ever used. It's also got some really good points and some bad points, but I don't own that thing anymore, uh, which is a shame because it's a piece of hardware history that I think actually I probably should have kept a hold of. But you can see from the the Steam controller where they've gone in the iterations of the Steam Deck itself. Um, I have the 256 gig model. I have a 512 gig S, uh, micro SD card, a Samsung uh, Pro Extreme, whatever they are. I have no idea. I, I bought it on recommendation that it was a good SD card. Does the job. Um, I am finding that I am having to chop and change games, if you like, uh, depending on what I'm playing. I, I can't ever sit still with one game. I, I'm one of these people that have to be constantly moving. My life is constantly moving, and I feel like that's starting to creep into my, my playing time. And I'm trying to 
battle that, if that makes sense. I want to be able to just play a game. The last game that I properly sat through was Metroid Dread. But anyway, that's a, probably a different subject for a different pod or a different episode. And maybe we will do something about that because I'd love to speak to people if they suffer the same sort of fate, if that makes sense. Anyway, in my hand, the Steam Deck feels good. It's a little bit, you know, more chickeny wing or bingo wing, I suppose, than the Nintendo Switch. I, I can't, I haven't got a Switch. As I said, I haven't got my Joy-Cons on my Switch because they're broke for reference. Um, but it's good the screen is a nice size the screen is very similar size to the switch's tablet size it's touch screen everything else like that i'm not going to try and compare the switch hardware wise where i will compare the switch to the steam deck is experience in holding and playing handheld and those kind of things i won't sit here and say well this game for example the witcher 3 runs better on the steam deck than the switch it's a a highlight of the Switch is running The Witcher on the Switch. To me, that's an incredible feat of achievement where I would expect The Witcher to run at a reasonable pace on the power of the Steam Deck. So I, I think comparing games and hardware to these two systems is completely irrelevant. I think where the, the relevance comes from is the fact that Nintendo has had experience in the handheld market, knows how to make a handheld of all the experience from the Game Boy, the Game Boy Advance, and so on and so forth, where Valve are creeping into that um, handheld market. And I think that's where we can compare the companies, but where we shouldn't compare the companies is in hardware. I do think the Switch is severely underpowered now. I think there's there's there needs to be a revision, and I think that's what I'm hoping out for is a Switch 2 or something like that, especially with the recent reviews or the reviews that have come out for the recent Pokemon game, um, especially when you look at Scarlet. No, sorry, you look at Legends Arceus compared to Scarlet Violet. Anyway, again, I just slammed my Steam Deck on the on the deck. Um, again, it's a different subject for a different uh, episode. So my experience in four months has been overall pretty good. The buttons are nice. Everything feels tactile, clicky. I like how the um the ax by buttons all feel the d-pad is fine um the joysticks haven't started drifting which is is nice um and they're clicky everything feels clicky i don't like the trackpads i'm not a trackpad person i think that's why i never got on with the steam controller i just don't like trackpads i have a macbook pro and I don't even use the trackpad on that if I can help it. Um, you know, but everything feels nice. The triggers, the uh, L2 and R2 triggers are really, really nice. The clicky buttons on the back, uh, the L4s and the L3s or whatever they are, um, I don't use them, but they're nice. <laughs> they're, they're, I haven't found a game where I need to use them, though I suppose... When I was playing Monster Hunter Rise on Switch, I've got a third-party controller, like an Animal Crossing thing. Power, I think Power A make it. And they've got a button at the back of the controller where I but, uh, I mapped um, like heal or something in Monster Hunter. Um, so that was quite a good sort of experience of that. And I haven't got Monster Hunter Rise on, on Steam Deck. So I can't really comment of that. I should also mention, this is unscripted rambling, um, mainly how I do my shows, so there you go. Um, it's heavier, so that's like the buttons, I'm going to talk about the weight, it's heavier than the Switch, uh, there's a lot more you know, punch being packed into this little thing, um, and I have noticed it, uh, I've slammed it on my face a couple of times when playing in bed, 
Um, seriously, that hurts. This this thing dropping onto your nose or your forehead is is quite an extreme weight. Um, have you ever done that with your phone and you've kind of sort of been scrolling, doom scrolling, or you've been looking at something and all of a sudden you slowly drift off and you smack yourself in the head? Yeah, do that with a Steam Deck and it hurts <laughs> just as much. Um, so, like, the experience of it actually in like that the only my only complaint is it's it's heavy i like where my hands are positioned and you can't see what i'm doing but hold my steam deck in front of me as i'm speaking and like the positioning of my arms and everything it, it feels it feels nice it was a an adjustment from holding the switch in handheld all the time to holding this this was a bit of a, a learning curve if that makes sense but we got there uh, in the end. And I think actually the Steam Deck really is a, a solid piece of equipment um, with like with so much potential. Um, and we'll get on to the potential bit, uh, uh, you know, a little bit later. I think, um, you know, the build quality and everything about that side of thing, the screen is lovely. I think like the unit itself is a really good unit the carrying case that it came in is incredible it's such a hefty thing i'm pretty sure that would you know survive a fall i'm sure someone on youtube has, has done it thrown it off a bridge or something like that but yeah the actual build quality the buttons the feel lovely the, as i said the spacing between where i'd put my arms when playing game excellent valve got that nailed um i've used it dock mode and i've used it um handheld mode I don't have like an official dock. I've got a USB-C dongle that has an HDMI output, um, and that's kind of my dock. I've got it set up so the Steam Deck can stand up when it's plugged in. Um, I then plug in the charger to the USB-C um, adapter on it, and it works fine. I've never really ran it as a PC. It's never been something that I've wanted to run as a, as a PC. I don't see it as a PC unit. That's not what I bought it for. The reason I bought it was to play these AAA games on the go, or my Steam library. I think Valve launched this machine with loads of games available to play, and I think that's an incredible achievement. Remember, this thing is based on Linux, or uh, SteamOS is a Linux-based software. I don't quite understand a lot of Linux. I'm not, you know, super into, like, trying to understand and get my head around it i want to be able to play a game and and it works yes i don't mind some tweaking and some kind of back and forth that's fine i think that's the great thing about pc gaming along with other bits and pieces but i don't want to go full head first into linux gaming to try and get linux working on a machine to get gaming work that's not what i'm into um i'm a bit of a lazy gamer and i always think that actually consoles are, are incredible for people like me where we can just plug and play but the steam deck has much more to it than what i have really delved into you can get custom boot emulations am am ammunition no you can get custom boot logos we'll go with that and other bits and pieces there's so much customization you can do with the steam deck that it it, it could be a complete passion project for someone if they want that I don't really. I just want to be able to install a game and if it works, great. If I've got to do a little bit of tweaking with the graphics settings or the controller settings, then not a problem. There are certain games on my Steam library that I wouldn't consider playing on the Steam Deck for obvious obvious reasons. But 
Nine times out of ten, it's not a bad thing. My Steam library has about three to five hundred games, I think. I don't know without counting them or having a look. Um, there's plenty of games in there that I got that I can play on day one. And that's the cool thing about the Steam Deck is that most systems, when they launch, the day one library is a little bit weak, if you you know, so to speak. It's a little bit meh. You know, we'll take the look at Stadia, which launched as this massive gaming cloud platform, and we all know now what's happening with it, but there wasn't the games at launch. It's the games that launch the system or the brand that launches the system. Sony could probably bring out a system with one game and it would still sell millions of units. Um, but the kind of eye-watering deal, if you like, or the, you know, the, the, the lovely little warm embracing hug was the fact that I could take my Steam library and I could play it on the go. And to me, that's the best thing about the Steam Deck. Um, and another thing is the fact that you can buy one. If I wanted to buy another one today, you can get one. And that's, that's pretty cool. You know, so Valve have caught up from their initial backlogs and everything like that. Mine took a year to get to me from pre-order to this point. So, yeah. Let's go on to, um, like, gaming experience and all that tweaking stuff. But before I do, I did say that there was a desktop mode. That's fine. I've been in desktop mode. I've done what I need to do. I've installed MUDEC. Um, Certain things like that that you have to go through that process to set up. So, like, things like MUDEC or... There's Heroic Launcher and stuff like that to get Epic Games and Ubisoft games working and things like that. This, If you're prepared to spend the time with it, you can get some incredible games working on the Steam Deck. I've seen things like Red Dead Redemption 2, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Those kind of things really do show uh, an amazing sort of sense of achievement when you get up and running. Yes, the battery life is about two hours and it's quite hilarious to see that but on the same sort of on a different front it's great to see that the steam deck is capable of doing that you can take those games on the go with you and you can play them you know and i think that's what we all want to see with our gaming libraries as i said at the beginning my life is flat out most of the time and i would love to be able to play some of these games i've got on my backlog on the move so yeah i but a review of desktop mode isn't something that I can provide. It's not something that I'm going to provide. My sort of knowledge matter, if you like, it doesn't sit in that remit because I haven't really delved in it. I've gone in it, done my thing. When I got my Steam Deck in the first week, it was reformatted three times because I cocked something up in desktop mode, installing something wrong. Things weren't installing. Things weren't happening. So now I go in there for, for the bare minimum and just... Just do what I gotta do. I suppose, actually, I should speak about the speakers, because I never spoke about the speakers. They're good. I like them. There you go. Uh, they sound good. I don't have it very loud very often, um, so there's no, like, tinniness to them, or not that I've, I've experienced. They're good. So, there you go. Uh, you know, just gonna highlight that before I move on. Um, it is, actually, just carrying on with the hardware, there's a couple of things that I remembered. I should have made some bullet points. This thing is audibly loud. Uh, the fan kicks up spinning. I've noticed it more with games like Final Fantasy XV and some other games like that, where this the fans really spin up. Um, I was laying in bed the other night playing it, and it honestly sounded like a jet engine in my um, in my hands. Um, and it gets warm, it gets nice and toasty. You don't need the heating on in England with with a Steam Deck in your hand. Um, 
So yeah, that's just something to bear in mind. If you are thinking about one, getting one, and you're going to play it sort of in the evenings when people are trying to concentrate and stuff, it does get audibly noisy. It's um, that's a thing. Um, so I don't know if anybody else has experienced that, um, but these fans do kick up when they're when they've got a heavy workload going, which is to be expected. But at the same time, I really didn't notice it until uh, a few weeks ago, where I was like, oh, that's kind of like yeah, that's potent. Um, my Switch does it as well when I'm playing quite an extensive game on the Switch. You know, Zelda Breath of the Wild can spin the Switch's fans up when it's in handheld mode quite comfortably. Um, this is this is the same. Um, so let's talk about software because um, that's where I think the Steam Deck really does shine in places. There are some caveats to this, and I have got some big like I've got some. It's not all sunshine and roses. I think is the way to describe my experience with the software. So as I said, uh, Steam Deck, uh, you know, the desktop mode is not my forte. Uh, Emu Deck, if you're looking to get into emulation, is your best, like, one-stop shop for emulation. Um, I'm not going to sit here and say you should get your ROMs from this place. Do it legally. Uh, I know it's a grey area, but, you know, dump your ROMs onto your, your computer and transfer them. If you have them, if you're going to find them elsewhere, go find them yourself. I'm not I'm not going to get involved with that and promote that. Um, but Emu Deck is, is the best... Uh, for that one-stop shop it installs everything it'll you know make sure everything works in steam os it does everything in the background whoever wrote that built that amazing you know go support those people that are making emu deck and and updating it and all that kind of stuff uh emulation wise we'll start with that because a lot of people are really really love the fact that steam deck is great for emulation it is uh the steam deck is solid for emulation i think is is one of the best machines that i've used uh, for emulation um, and can play a lot of stuff um, we've got things from um, I've got you know some DS ROMs Game Boy ROMs Game Boy Advance ROMs uh, 3DS it does that okay uh, Nintendo 64 of course um, and it can do PlayStation 3 as well uh, I've experienced and there's videos out there where I've experienced some PlayStation 3 ROMs I think it's more the PlayStation 3 games themselves are a bit more finicky but it can do PlayStation 3. GameCube, not a problem. Um, Sega Saturn, fine. So, yeah, uh, if you are going to do the, the emulation, make sure that it's running at 60 frames per second uh, or near, near enough uh, because, yeah, it will kind of, like, chug in places. And some of the stuff, if you've got a bad ROM, can really experience... It can really upset the experience of, of your uh, gaming. But... That Emu Deck essentially is is your one stop shop. Um, racing games because I'm a sim racer. I've got my own wheel and stuff. I have actually done sim racing on this thing. It's quite funny to do, um, but I don't. Um, I haven't really played any racing games on here because it's it's joystick, um, and I don't like. I'm 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 a snob now when it comes to sit uh, to racing. My racing library is Assessor Corsa Competizione, uh, Automobilista Two, uh, Dirt Rally Two uh, the F1 games, which are a bit more arcade sim, um, Assessor Corsa, those kind of games. For some reason in the collections, because I've put everything in collections now, Mafia is, is, is put down as a racing game. You know, the games that I really enjoy are more sim racing and you need a wheel, pedals, that kind of stuff. I do own um, my recommendation. I might recommend, a, recommend some games at the end of the show, uh, but I want to recommend a racing game now which is circuit superstars i don't want to forget that it's a top-down kind of 
it's got some really nice physics to it. So Circuit Superstars, and it's verified, so it's really, really good. Um, but that's like one of my favorite categories in gaming is racing. So, but I don't race racing games, like sim racing games on the Steam Deck. It's just not something that I, I do. Um, but I play other games on there. And, you know, it runs RPGs, finds everything else. I found mine to become a, an RPG, JRPG sort of fiend, if that makes sense. I'm playing a lot of Indian JRPG RPG games, which is what my Switch was turning into. It was turning into this indie RPG JRPG machine. And it was great to experience those. I think one of my favorite games to play on Steam Deck so far is either Persona 5 Royal or Tales of Arise. They're both verified, both gorgeous kind of um, JRPGs, both different. One's a bit more action-based and the other one is Persona 5, which is uh, turn-based, but it's a lot of fun to play on the Steam Deck. The games that I wouldn't really recommend, and I don't know why, but they're on console, but I, I suppose they're controller systems haven't been ported over to Steam Deck and you can make controller systems that's one of the great things about this this system is you can set up your own controller system you can edit a controller system you can upload them so the community can use them you know all that option and availability is there um i just haven't really played around with it um like uh, pillars of eternity and uh part of the um pathfinder wrath of the righteous they've got controller ports of it I just haven't done it, which is you know a real shame, I suppose. I, I suppose I really should get around to doing it at some point. But they do play, but you know you have to be more mouse and keyboard than anything else, and you don't really want to be <laughs> carrying around a mouse and keyboard when you're trying to be you know you sit on a bus, you get the Steam Deck out and a mouse and keyboard. Or well, some people might. The Witcher is great on the Steam Deck. Uh, it really is. You know, it's great to play on the move. Cyberpunk 2077 is one of my best experiences on the Steam Deck. It really is. I need to reinstall it because there's been some updates and some bits and pieces. And I also love my turn-based JRPGs or my turn-based strategy games. So things like Disgaea 5, um, Octopath Traveler, Triangle Strategy. Got them all on there. They work fine. Software-wise, so to be able to play those games on the move is a great experience. It's incredible. Um, I need to try the like Mass Effect uh, series on here because I think that would be a lot of fun. I do have um, EA Play, so you've got a, you know, a few more games to add to your library if you like. So, yes, software-wise, it's a great experience on the whole. I think overall, it's been a really good experience. If you stick with that verified and playable games, you're going to have a damn good experience. However, and this is kind of where the part of the show I want to add a bit of balance to the show because it's all been quite positive and it is quite positive. I don't want to end the show on a bit of a, a downer, but I want to go into some of the things that I found infuriating about the Steam Deck. Or should I say, yeah, you know, infuriating is a, is a fair sort of assessment of my experience with some of the stuff to do with the Steam Deck. Because this is a PC, so let's not beat around the bush. This is not designed as a console, a handheld console. Again, we're going to go back to our comparison of the Nintendo Switch and Steam Deck. If we put them side by side, the, Steam De uh, the, the Nintendo Switch is a handheld console. The developers make games for that system because it's a home console. The Steam Deck is using your Steam library, it's using PC games, and all that good stuff, which is fine. 
However, it's not fine when there are some games, for some weird reason, that require a permanent internet connection to play outside, which means you can't play some games. Now, I've experienced this two or three times on different games, but games that have like launches as well, so Ubisoft titles, EA titles, become really difficult to play outside of the, your Wi-Fi spectrum, if you like, to be able to play on the go. So if you wanted to play Mass Effect on the move, it can become quite difficult. And I haven't tried them, like Mass Effect and stuff offline, but it can become a little bit difficult because the launcher needs to activate, you know, and then the game needs to find the launcher and so on. And it becomes a mess. The biggest, my biggest disappointment is Grand Theft Auto V. That game runs phenomenally well at 60 FPS and it runs for about three or four hours on the Steam Deck. It's a really great experience on the deck and a lot of fun to play. I love Grand Theft Auto. I don't like the multiplayer. I'm not talking about the multiplayer here. I'm talking about the single player experience. Being able to drive around Los Santos and get out of a car and do whatever you want, all that good stuff, but I can't play it on the move because it needs a permanent internet connection to play. But why does the single player need to know when you're online? And it just boggles my mind and, and hurts something like the Steam Deck. If they were to make um, a, a Nintendo Switch version, I wonder if this is the reason why they haven't, but if they were there to make a Nintendo Switch version of Grand Theft Auto V, they would have to have built in there the ability for it not to be able to be used outside uh, because the, the, the Switch is a home console, but a handheld console. It's a console, not a PC. Steam Deck is using your Steam library. It's a PC of some form factor. And that's my one of my biggest bugbears with the Steam Deck. I've encountered more problems with trying to get a game working offline than I have online. And I think that's one of the biggest improvements Valve needs to work with these companies is being able to get those games verified and also being able to work offline without their, their respective launches in the background. Uh, you know, companies say it's because they want to make sure they're protecting piracy and all this kind of stuff, but I have legitimately bought my copy of Grand Theft Auto V. I've owned it for years on Steam. Um, you know, why do I have to bear the penalty of someone who wants to pirate the game? Why, why is that? You know, and I think it's just totally boggles my mind that that's the situation that we're in and it is one of my most frustrating bugbears the other thing is the download speeds on the steam deck seem to be really slow i don't know why i seem to be coming up to this bug a little bit more whether it's the, the micro sd cards read speeds write speeds are a little bit slow don't know but overall i want to say my four months with the steam deck has been a great experience and if you were thinking of getting one i, I would get one I would hazard a guess the middle one is probably fine for people with a big enough SD card. I think, you know, that overall experience, being able to play a lot of games on the go is is great. But then you do, like, you, you're on Cloud9 playing things like Yakuza, like a Dragon or Tale of Arise or Persona 5 Royal on the go. And then you kind of get slapped back down to earth and remember that you're playing a PC because... Games companies are weird and they want to make sure that they're tracking you when you're playing the single player experience of their game. So, yeah, it's a real shame that there are these little quirky kinks and that's my biggest bugbear out of it. And I don't think that's that bad. I think um, 
if I try to sit here and think of anything else, it's probably not going to happen because I don't think there are as many bugbears for the Steam Deck as, you know, what I'm experiencing. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of like the, the package, really. That's where we are with it. I'm, I'm four months in. I'm still enjoying it. I the, the trouble is I've got now access to so many games on the go. I, I don't know where to turn. I'm currently installing Yakuza 0. I'll probably pay 10 minutes of it and I'll install it. <laughs> it's terrible. It's a thing that I, I need to try and work out and get my head around. But if you are considering buying one, my recommendation is yes, I would recommend it. I think do remember, take that caveat with um, with you know with you in the sense that you, there are going to be certain games because the developers are weird that are going to require you to play permanently online. Um, but apart from that, the Steam Deck is a worthwhile investment, um, especially if you're looking to come away from the desktop experience and you're trying to try and do something else. You know, so there you go. That is my experience after four months with the Steam Deck. I'd love to know how you have been experiencing it in Desert Island Games. Uh, you can get in touch with me on Desert Island Games, I should say. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, though that's a cesspool. I've got an Instagram as well, Desert Island Games on Instagram. Uh, you can head over to, uh, you can email the show. We, you know, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, ZapDC at hotmail.com. We will get a proper Desert Island Games email set up um, in the next couple of weeks. Uh, you can join our Discord. The links will be in the podcast link. I'd love to hear from you, what you're playing, what you're experiencing with the Steam Deck, all that kind of stuff. But yeah, four months in, still enjoying it. And uh, I'd love to hear from you guys too. Anyway, have a great day, have a great weekend and enjoy. Well, enjoy. See you soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>